watch these, you just might learn something. Today I'm picking 10 of my favorite documentaries from 2022. This is Scott's Up Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i am talking about my favorite documentaries from the past year and uh it's interesting because i think documentary film is getting bigger than it ever has been before and at the same time uh you know the definitions are kind of getting flexible because i've seen everything from a 10 minute youtube video be called a documentary uh and then there's like series that are technically the length of a movie but they're still called series because that's how like netflix likes to break them up Anyway, it's a hot mess, but uh, still a good year for nonfiction film. So without further ado, let's get started. So this past year was a bit strange for nonfiction film, not only because the genre seems more popular than ever, thanks to popular true crime cases dropping seemingly every week, but also because more and more filmmakers appear to be tackling the same topics and even the same crimes. We've also had more lazy and poorly researched documentaries hit the mainstream, as well as some of the most engaging work coming from YouTube. So bearing all of that in mind, here are the nonfiction films that entertain, educated, and engage me this year. And as always, these are just the movies I've seen, so there's always room for updates and anything that I missed. First up, we have Jackass Forever. So I fucking love that this counts as a documentary. Not just because jackass movies are an exercise in creative stupidity, but also because there's something fun and great about this same group of idiots putting their life and limbs on the line for the dumbest gags and stunts possible. Seeing this movie in a theater was an absolute joy, and made me laugh harder for an hour and a half than anything else all year. Not only that, but this time around, the boys bring in a new generation of dumb daredevils, make a point to highlight the physical cost of their gags, and make the most of their celebrity cameos. In a world full of harmful and intentional ignorance, watching a bunch of friends give each other atomic wedgies for our benefit is a perfect palate cleanser. Next up, we have Downfall, the case against Boeing. Rory Kennedy's film has a strong thesis, that Boeing's desire for profit led to two of the worst plane crashes in recent memory, literally within months of each other, thanks to absurd levels of negligence. But that's the final conclusion, and one that the film spends an hour and a half explaining, going from the company's origins and dealing, detailing how the company's culture changed almost overnight after outside investors got involved. It's a textbook case on how unregulated companies can and will prioritize profit over human lives and the terrifying costs when those decisions involve consumer safety. Next up, we have Trust No One, The Hunt for the Crypto King. This documentary has everything you'd expect for a blockchain or cryptocurrency caper. Big promises, a ton of investment, fraud, and a frantic search for answers in the immediate aftermath. After Gary Cotton fled with millions in tow and then died under mysterious circumstances. But I'd argue that Trust No One's biggest strength, intentional or not, is highlighting how such an environment where everyone is looking to con everyone breeds insane levels of distrust, and is also a perfect environment for conspiracy theories. It's what can take a standard story about a guy conning his investors and dying unexpectedly into a massive web of alleged lies that involve governments, loved ones, and beyond. Because, well, that's easier than admitting you were duped out of millions, right? Next up, we have The Janes. 
At a time when American women's bodily autonomy is under assault from nearly every level of government, it's a good idea to remember what women had to do to receive the medical care they needed when abortion was technically illegal. Enter the Janes, a detailed retelling of the Chicago network known as Jane that secured low-cost or free abortions for thousands of women, from its origins to its eventual dissolution. Despite clocking in at just over 100 minutes, the film covers a lot of ground, namely how and why illegal abortion is dangerous for everyone, all the sexual politics that remain in place to this day, for instance misogynistic doctors, and in particular how poor women and women of color are hurt most by these bans. Next up, Girl in the Picture. The death of a young woman and the kidnapping of her son already makes for morbidly fascinating true crime. And yet, that's just the jumping-off point for Sky Borgman's limited series about the death of Sharon Marshall for a series of startling reveals that go back decades. Though the eye-catching details are what will stand out, like much of the best true crime, the real failures that, are, that allowed all these things to happen via police inaction or abuse of the courts take center stage. Next up, we have Leave No Trace. The rationale behind the Boy Scouts of America is straightforward and simple. Teach young men to become independent and self-reliant in a world that often pushes them towards complacency. But as many have argued, as does this film, the organization has been littered with obvious faults that put countless young men and boys in the care of predators. The first-hand account from abused boys, now men, will be all too familiar for anyone who's seen interviews with people who were harmed by Catholic priests, as will the institution's willful blindness to the danger one random man in charge of a bunch of a dozen boys removed from society can and would be, and how they refuse to change once the faults were laid bare. It's a suitably infuriating takedown of the organization as it grasps to survive. Next up, we have Fire of Love. Part documentary, part tribute, Fire of Love follows the life and careers of French volcanologists Katia and Maurice Kraft. While it would be easy to recommend the film through the incredible footage the crafts captured before their passing, ranging from bubbling lava flows to craters and beyond, the film's core message about why such daring observation was and is important, and the couple's obvious affection for one another and their work, give the film incredible added weight. Next up, we have Goodnight Ob- Comparisons to Wally are inevitable in this Amazon documentary about a cute Mars rover named Opportunity, or Oppie for short. That was supposed to last on the Red Planet for 90 Mars days, but instead lasted for 15 years. With that inspiring story as the bedrock, the film drifts between wonder, humor, and history, as it explains why Oppie's success was so important for NASA's reputation and our understanding of Mars. Cue in a few well-timed songs and recreations of Oppie's journey through the Martian landscape, and you have something special. Next up, we have Captain Ahab, the story of Dave Steeb. Who the hell is Dave Steeb? Unless you're a die-hard Toronto Blue Jays fan, you might not know anything about Dave Steeb and his legendary career with a Canadian ball club. But that's something that the self-proclaimed super nerds for SB Nation slash Secret Base John Boy and Alex Rubenstein seek to solve in their three-plus-hour miniseries. Much like their previous breakdowns of the Atlanta Falcons and the Seattle Mariners, half the fun is watching Boy and Rubenstein highlight an unsung story in sports history, with Boy's deadpan delivery and the duo's incredible ability to scan through every printed story and slice of footage they can find with their humorously detached observations and commentary. 
The other half is getting to learn about a genuinely fascinating athlete, Dave Steve, that lacks the legendary status of many of his peers while playing at the same time and often against them in pitched moments. The almost no-hitters, the playoff bouts, and even the age when Steve started pitching are all the kinds of stories that make sports fascinating. And finally, we have Line Goes Up, the problem with NFTs. Video essayist Dan Olson, also known as Folding Ideas, has been one of my favorites thanks to his deadpan delivery and impressive analytical skills with a larger vocab than you can possibly expect, addressing things as silly as all three Fifty Shades movie, a PS PS1 licensed game for an American tale that's nigh impossible to find and play, or how Minecraft accidentally pushed him towards doing a colonialism. But Olsen's recent run of thoughtful breakdowns of how various kinds of scammers and ideologues peddle their shitty wares and the obvious and not-so-obvious holes within them have been some of his best. Look no further than his thorough two-hour-plus takedown of blockchain, cryptocurrency, and NFTs. Olsen covers a ton of ground in this piece, ranging from the origins of Bitcoin and blockchain to the surge of NFTs, while explaining the pitfalls of each technology and market with sincere and sarcastically delivered takedowns. For instance, describing the majority of, of NFT art as objectively very bad or fugly. It's a piece so engaging you might not realize that you probably have a better understanding of how crypto and NFT markets work, why they're a scam, well before Olsen reaches his final conclusions. Sometimes videos go viral because they're just that stupid or entertaining. And sometimes things go viral because they're just that good. This is the latter. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.